friends from Kohala Elementary School and we listen to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. Come on. 
Kohala, and once again, it's uh, January 18th, 7.03. Well, we started a minute earlier, and it's, uh, you're listening to KNKR LP 96.1 FM Kohala, and this is the Kuka Kuka with Kalani Show. And uh, again, I'd like to uh, thank you all, you guys, for tuning in, and, uh, you know, I always appreciate that. I know from time to time, people stop me wherever I am. And say, oh, they really enjoyed, you know, listening to the plantation stories or, you know, whatever we have that deals with uh, Kohala. And I appreciate that. Usually uh, I get a, uh, uh, what do you call a phone call the day after from a good friend, Rick Cohen. <laughs> and he tells me, oh, that was really interesting. Or, yeah, okay, you know, he kind of gives me a, his uh, personal critique. Or uh, out in uh, uh, New Lee, you know, I got a nice uh, text from Sarah Pooley. We were talking about uh, Kohala Innovators, this project that the English teacher at Kohala Middle School is, has been doing the past two years, and it's like Shark Tank. And these kids put together uh, a business proposal and then they present it to a panel of people that are actual business people in Kohala. And they present their ideas. And the, the business guys, yeah, they're actually business people. They have fake money. And he says, okay, I'll invest in your project. I'll invest X amount of dollars and whatnot. And uh, the first year he just did it in the class with teachers. The second year he did it at the cafeteria, uh, invited all the classes and teachers to it and even some of the public, uh, the school superintendent of the DOE came. And she was really impressed. And, you know, and uh, anyway, I, I sat there, and I'm listening to this kid. You know, I call them kids. They're like, what, sixth, seventh grade, I think. And I listened to this kid, and that guy was so mature. I mean, and he was uh, pitching his project, and the panel guys would ask him questions you know, about financing and whatnot. I'm going, oh, this kid knows his stuff, you know? And the thing that impressed me was they were very polished. They did a great presentation. They were prepared to answer questions. And I was going, whoa, these are potential employers. You know, these guys are, uh, you know, uh, they're doing great. And anyway, and so the, the project, as I was talking to, uh, his name is Kekai, uh, Kokli, by the way. <laughs> I think there's a relationship here. <laughs> but um, Monica Beach Hotel wants to support the project. And the next venue will be at the, uh, the Prince, the Prince Hotel in the ballroom, the Grand Ballroom. What's the project? These kids, it's like Shark Tank, but it's called Kohala Innovators. They're going to come up with business ideas, and they're going to pitch it to a panel. And the panel is going to be, you know, uh, some notable people. You know, like, I don't know. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to say right now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, what he was telling me is, he said, yeah, they really want to support uh, Kohala community, and what better way than to have expose these kids, uh, you know, in, in that venue 
uh, it's going to be a lot of pressure, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, it would be a lot of pressure on me. But, uh, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, they're going to, they're working already on project ideas, you know, on business ideas. And they're going to pitch it at the Monarchy Beach Hotel. I mean, at the Prince Hotel. And the uh, general manager is really supporting us. Yeah, it's great. But anyway, yeah. What were I talking about that for? <laughs> uh, how did it come up? What's that? Where did I bring that up? I don't know. <laughs> 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 you know, you were... Oh, oh, yeah, it was Sarah Pooley. Oh, yeah, Sarah Pooley. Yeah, she sent me a text. And she really enjoyed that. You know, so I really, I really uh, appreciate that. Good. You know, when they go, hey, that was really good. They really enjoyed it. You know, especially uh, uh, we're highlighting koala kids. And anyway, uh, that, that, that's uh, going to be, I think it's going to happen in May. Yeah, the month of May. So that's going to be pretty neat. But anyway, uh, you know, we try to have at least once a month uh, what we call a koala update. There's so many things that happen in koala. Uh, meetings, uh, different various issues, concerns uh, by the by the community, and uh, I always invite uh, Tony Winnington because she's really up to date on a lot of this stuff. She writes a lot of articles for Call of Mountain News. And anyway, hi Tony, she's in here tonight. Hey, good evening, everybody. Yeah, I want to thank you, Tony, for uh, being here. And I've had uh, you know positive comments from people that really enjoy uh, finding out oh what's going on in Kohala. You know, uh, some things we miss. Uh, if we don't read about it or hear about it, and you know, we go, "Oh, when did that happen?" Yeah. Mm -hmm. But anyway, tonight that's what we're going to be doing. And just give me an update of uh, issues that are uh, impacting our our community. And uh, you know, one of them. Oh, jeez. Oh, you got him. I did. Uh, <laughs> oh, mosquito guys. Oh, you know, you know. Before we get to that. You know, it's really still. Yeah. And yeah. when it's still, the mosquitoes come out. Uh -huh. But I, I never, I didn't notice it, but uh, I was driving home, and I looked out the ocean. Wow, it's really flat. It's really calm. And I noticed, oh, the wind is calm, you know. And then I listened. Uh, when I got home, I, I didn't hear any surf. Yeah. I didn't hear the waves pounding or anything. And I just went, oh, wow. This is a calm ocean. You know, this is the time to go pick up pee, time to pick limo, time to go die for cole, you know. And I don't know, it's just something, I think, in our DNA that goes, you know, now's the time. But then, you know, uh, you know, when we talk about keep koala, koala, yeah, uh, that would be the time to, to do that. To do know? that, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I don't have the time. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I remember one time I was uh, I went to work in the morning, yeah, and it was one of those days. It was calm, the ocean was flat, and I knew my friends were gonna go. Well, even talking to them, and the uh, I just felt this. Oh, I, I gotta go, you know, because uh, you know these corner wind days uh, only come in a certain time of year, and th that was happening. And so I think, well, I can call in sick. But I went, no, I can't do that. So I called my boss, and I told her, I says, you know what, the ocean is Malaya. It's really flat. I got to go. And she said, yeah, go ahead. 
Good. Yeah, I worked for this Hawaiian organization, Aloliki. Oh, right. And she understood, you know. She no, understood. of course she did. Yeah, said, yeah go ahead. Yeah. yeah, so anyway, I did. I went, and sure enough, my friends were, yep, pounding OP and grabbing limo and diving and all that. Anyway, we're here with Tony Whittington, and we've got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. And uh, where, do we, where do we start off, Tony? Well, um, I do have, a, I, I kind of have an update on a lot of the meetings that are coming up this uh, this month. Yeah. And um, I want to start with um, Cindy Evans has decided she's going to have um, uh, town hall meetings on Zoom each month, I think. Oh. And the one that she has coming up is on January 22nd. It's at 4 o'clock, and, uh, and it's on what, Zoom. What day is that? Monday? A Monday? Yes, it's a Monday. She comes out here. She's here all day Monday. Oh, okay. And um, she comes to meetings on Mondays, too. So um, anyway, this is a good way to get updates from her and also to ask her questions. Um, if you want to uh, go to the meeting on Zoom, it's only on Zoom, um, you can get in touch with her office. Oh, for the coordinates? Yes, you can either call her or you can uh, get her at cindy.evans at hawaiicounty.gov and she'll send you the, the Zoom link. Okay. Okay, then the next, the next oh, night... Uh, well, anyway, it's, it's, you're going to have to have a computer. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to download uh, uh, the Zoom app, right? Yeah, yeah unfortunately. I'm just letting the, the old guys like me out there. Yeah. yeah. To, to uh, but I'll that's not hard. I'll that's call you hard. and tell you what she said. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, you gotta download the Zoom app if you don't have one. Yeah. And then you know, it's gotta be like update, and then you can get the. Well, that's something to tell her. I will say oh, that to okay. her. Yeah. I'll say, you know, this is great, but um, there's a lot of people who don't have Zoom. So is there a way that they can participate too? Yeah. Well, so you like senior citizens, you know. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. so um, oh, that's a good idea, though, be on Zoom. Okay. Uh, the next day, and this is something that people uh, might want. The 23rd. This is the 23rd, Tuesday. Yeah. Um, she has introduced um, a, a resolution to the county council that would ban commercial bike tours on both Mountain Road and uh, Konipule Highway between Halaula and Pololu Valley. In other words, it would eliminate the, those areas uh, that can be used for bike tours, mainly because there's just no shoulder on most of, the, um, most of that. So um, th people living out in that area might want to um, testify or follow the progress of that. You can, she, you can talk to Cindy on the day, the day before or... Um, Maybe on her Zoom. Yeah. If you go on the county website, too, you can get the information on how to testify in writing. This would be for uh, those who are biking commercially. Yes. Like those biking tours. The commercial or. tours. And there's been more and more of them. Mm -hmm. um, the hazard of running into one keeps going up every time they add another tour on. Oh, so this is from where now? Okay. It's from... Um, the Waiaka Bridge in Waimea. Oh, Waimea, yeah. Okay. On the mountain road yeah. up to the top of Hobby Hill Road. Okay. And the other one is between Halaula, 
middle school sort of area, and um, Polulu Valley because of the gulches and the yeah, narrow right. bridges and things like that. The, uh, people both have been calling for both of them in a while, so it's nice that she's responding, responding to that. I was just wondering, uh, you mentioned it's a commercial uh, tours only. Yes, tours only. And individuals, not at all. Individuals can bike anywhere. Yeah. There's a road. But I'm just wondering... Uh, what if there's more than one? More than I don't know. It's like a bike tour is like several people. No, a bike tour is something that people pay yeah, to yeah, go. Yeah, no, I understand, I understand. Yeah, yeah. But we're talking, the hazard is the number of people. Yeah, yeah that's usually Whether the they're, they're In a line or if they're yeah, two so in a row. Yeah, mm. so if you have a non-commercial, uh, and you know, they're, they're biking. Mm-hmm. You know, because the reason why I say is, uh, like, uh, when I was a senior lifeguard at the Kuala Pool, mm-hmm. during Ironman, Kona would be packed, right? Oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're in the pool, they're swimming, and they're on the road, and they're biking. But there would be guys who would come to Kohala, they knew about it, and the pool virtually empty, right? Mm-hmm. And so they could they could swim in the morning. They'd be swimming, you know, I'd see them, and these guys were good. Ooh, yeah. yeah. These guys are good. And then when they're done swimming, they got out of the pool, and they hopped on their $5,000 bikes. <laughs> yeah, and then off they went. And you know, I, I wouldn't see them again until the next day. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, I'm thinking, like, well, there's several of them. Yeah. So what's that there's being commercial or? Right. The, the, um. The biking along a Konepuli Highway on the leeward coast is being addressed right now by a group that's uh, a connectivity group of stakeholders uh, like the state parks, county parks, Hawaii Land Trust, and two groups here, Malama Mahokona and um, Keala La. They're talking together about how to make a Konepuli Highway on the leeward side safer for both drivers and bikers. That's a fast road. Yes, that is, yes it the, is. The speed it of is. that road. It you know, is. People, I mean, they ain't, they're not going 55. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, you know, I get back to my, my question. So like one is we're uh, targeting commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what would be the difference if a group of people, not, not non-commercial, decide, well, you know, we're going to go on a bike ride. If they're not commercial, they can go for a bike ride. That's what's the difference oh. in terms oh, of Oh, you safety? mean to the drivers? It, it, yeah, what's it, the it makes what's no difference that there's four people yeah. who's paying and four people who aren't paying. Yeah, that's what I mean. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, frankly, there's just no way you can limit bikers who want to go on the bike. And the oh, I see. When but you can limit a commercial A commercial bike. activity, yes, you can. Oh, okay. Okay, I so... Um, I, I want to remind you also because when uh, Mayor R- Mitch Ross was out here for his town hall meeting, yeah. um, somebody asked about biking on uh, Konepule Highway and, and other places like that. And the police chief said that if there is no shoulder, yeah. the yeah. traffic yeah. has to go the speed of the biker. You can pass a biker, but only if you have a safe way around the biker, as if it were a car. Basically because uh, bike, bike, bicycles 
have every right have to the use. right of way. Yeah. Yeah. So bicycles have the same right of way that a car does yeah. if there is no shoulder. Yeah. Now, if there's a shoulder like there is uh, on a Konigpuli Highway um, and, and uh, the road out here, then uh, then it, it's not that. You, that's why the traffic can go by at 55 miles an hour. And yeah. Oh, interesting. I was talking to my son, Spencer, and he said, oh, what are you guys talking about tonight, Dad? And I said, oh, I think they're going to be talking about, uh, you know, the bikes, the bicycles. And then he got into this thing about, yeah, you know, is the state going to provide land for a, for a uh, bicycle path and all that? And he's talking about the shoulder and mm-hmm. went, wow. I, I was thinking, like, well, how do you know all this stuff, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, but he did. And so I, th- it's a concern with people. It's a very big concern. Yeah. And to, to me, it's more than a concern for, it's as much a concern for the bikers to get injured as it is to the drivers who have somebody accidentally pull out in front of them or they, they hit somebody because sure. they can't get off the, the yeah. road. Um, it just devastates people. It devastates the whole family of oh, people. Yeah. Just, you know, uh, yeah, the guilt know, yeah. and, and the, the pain of it. It's just uh, so. This is why I I really appreciate that the, those groups are are addressing. Uh, yeah, I, I hear you at um, this time because this is the time that uh, with the uh, Hawaii Land Trust opening up all of that, um, those miles around Mahukona, uh, and their participation and the state parks participation and um, Hawaii, uh, the Department of Transportation. Uh, so something's going to happen. At least, at least we're moving toward it. it. It's a beautiful ride going over the mountain road. I mean, it's a beautiful ride. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I know for a fact that it's a dangerous ride for the All bicycles. those curves. Yeah, and, and I know uh, you could put a, a sign that says 40 miles an hour, 35. But uh, you know what? I, I travel that road, and uh, I've had people pass me. Uh, solid line or what doesn't matter, and uh, they're zooming by. And you know, I'm going 40. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe a little faster. But well, you know, <laughs> 41. <laughs> and these guys are flying zoom. Uh, I don't know where they're going, but they're going somewhere. Well, one of the things I notice about mountain road traffic is that when it's commuter time, when uh, people are going yeah. to work in the morning or when they're returning in the afternoon, usually the speed limit is is like by agreement a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then in the middle of the day when the rental cars are around, uh, it goes back to the 35 miles an hour. But, yeah, I think uh, there's an agreement in our community that uh, it's an unsafe, mm-hmm. unsafe to really be on a bicycle going over the mountain road. Yeah. Or where, where you know, they're talking so about. So if anybody wants to um, to testify in per- in person, with uh, about this bill that's before uh, the council. It's on Tuesday, the 23rd. Uh, the hearing will uh, start at one o'clock and the first thing the council members do is they get testimony from the public. So there is a video conferencing link in, the, in Cindy Evans' office, which is in the old judiciary building next to the police station. And if you're there before 1 o'clock, you can sign up and speak to the council about your concerns about uh, commercial 
bike tours. I think that's needed. Um, uh, do you have how long to talk? Hmm? How, how many? I know they have a limit. Not, not a limit as to how many can talk. No, no, no. The, how many, yeah, three minutes. Time. Yeah, three minutes. Three minutes. So if you practice, you could get a lot yeah. in three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many times can you say, just say no? <laughs> you can stand there for 10 minutes, <laughs> three minutes saying, no, I don't think this is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is something, I, you know, people have <laughs> talked about it, I've read about it, we've mentioned it, but finally, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, so, okay. Okay, so that's the bikes. Um, then the next one is on uh, January 30th. Um, which is when the DLNR and Townscape will be making its uh, report on its proposals for uh, Polulu Valley. Oh, uh, really there, there was a meeting, right? There is. A, there no, was an introductory uh, one. Did you go? Yeah, to the introductory, and it was it was months ago. Oh, it was. Yeah. So this one is. Oh, it hasn't happened. Hasn't yet. happened. Right? Oh, I thought it it's took place on the thirtieth. Oh, okay. Okay, the thirtieth. And it's uh, at 5 o'clock at the Intergenerational Center. Um, and they're, what they're going to do this time is they've done all their studies out here, and they've talked to all the people they're going to talk to. And they did their, um, it's a planning firm. Townscape is a planning firm. And they've come up with three scenarios of how to deal with the, particularly the, the parking problem out there. Oh, the yeah. parking problem is really big, so I mean, so most of the the three scenarios are really pretty much focused on the parking, but it, they also are detailed about other things too. So I really encourage anybody interested in Polulu Valley uh, to go to that meeting, five o'clock on the thirtieth, which is a Tuesday. Tuesday, five o'clock at the intergenerational at the center on the thirtieth. Okay, yeah. so that's going to be, they're going to be soliciting input to... It'll, it'll be the introduction of the three scenarios, because the next step is for DLNR to choose which scenario... What are the three scenarios? Uh, they, they'll present them there. Oh, oh <laughs> nobody knows. I've, I'm, I'm fortunate that I got to see them. Oh, yeah? But, but they want, I, I asked if they wanted to do a story for the Mountain News, and they said, no, they were putting an ad for the, the, the meeting and that they wanted to introduce the scenarios at so the meeting. So they don't want you to say anything? No. Can we guess? Well, like I said, I, I'm saying a little bit more than what they expect, that the three scenarios really focus on the parking. Okay. So anyway, they're going to present these three scenarios? Yeah, they're going to talk about the feedback that they got from the uh, oh, okay. community uh, the ideas they got, um, uh, and and then their planning process of trying to dis figure out which which ways to deal with all that parking problem out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, I'm just hoping they can solve it so we can go back to Pololu. I haven't been there in a while. I did. I uh, oh, I took my wife up, and we drove up. And, uh, you know, the cars were parked outside the road. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, we're going to drive right up. I, I already knew. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So we drove up, and I drove up at uh, one of the, uh, what do you call it? In them? the stewards. Yeah, stewards came up. And I, I can't remember his name, but 
I don't want to say if I get his name wrong, but he came up, you know, because I was going straight into where they park cars, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then he walked up, and then he said, "Oh, Coakley." <laughs> 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 and then uh, there's a there's a spot that they keep open for uh, you know community people. Yes. And so we we you know drove into that spot. Yeah. And, you know, looked at uh, the valley and everything. Right. Talked, started with the guys. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, they're very good. They're very, very good at this. Cause yeah. There's only a certain number of parking spaces at the lookout itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what they do when they come up to talk to you is they ask, are you going to hike, just take pictures yeah, yeah. or are you going to go hike down? If you're going to go hike down, go park uh, up. up. And... Um, if you, they have oh, is that how they, do they it? have several parking lots uh, spaces Sp- for people who just want to get out and take a picture oh. um, but uh, I, they're just doing a terrific job i'm I'm really impressed it's unfortunate you know uh, not not what they're doing, but it's just that it's unfortunate we need it oh it's unfortunate that that's so much uh you know it was never a destination point. No, yeah. no. You know what I mean? Well, you know, part of the, in part of, although it's this social media kind of thing that brought all these people out there, it's about 700 people a day. That's a lot of people. But um, it wasn't quite that much before they closed down YPO Valley. But when they closed down YPO Valley for um, uh, everyone but the people who lived down there, um that sent a lot of that traffic over here. Oh, so yeah, that was controversial, too. Yeah, that was controversial. Yeah. So we ended up with a, anybody who wants to see a big valley has to come here. <laughs> yeah. I used to, uh, uh, Lonnie's uh, uncle, mm-hmm. I think he moved there in 1921, two or something like that. And uh, he got involved in raising taro, of course, mm-hmm. but also making a Kole Hall. Which was run by the Chinese, you know? mm-hmm. and um, we would go down there at least once or twice a month and take him things that he could he didn't grow because he grew his own tobacco, his own food, he <laughs> fished in the streams. Yeah, he caught like prawns and fish and whatnot. But you know, he had chickens, so he needed scratch feed and you know certain things, you know, and so. Uh, we'd have I'd have to drive down, and she had a four wheel drive Bronco. Oh no, it was a Chevrolet thing. Anyway, I tell you, that is not that is not an easy drive. <sighs> hey, you know you gotta look down the road, and if there's nobody coming up, you gotta scoot to the next turnoff. If a car's coming up, then you know there's certain places you can go off the road a little bit, so the guy can go. The guy's coming up, got the right away. You got you to move over. Mm-hmm. And so, you, you know, I'd have to look. Okay, nobody's coming up. And go, you know, to the next spot. And then you look again. Somebody's coming up. Stay there. Nobody coming up. Go, go. Yeah. Oh, boy, I tell you. That was uh, stressful. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, you know, it's a safety factor. Yes. Well, yeah. same with Paula Lou. It's yeah. a safety factor because people drive out there who are not prepared to hike in a I mean, they may see somewhere, oh, hike the valley in Polalu. And they come out in their slippers and their shorts and no water and, you know, uh, 
and it's that's why the stewards are good to have there because um, yeah. they can they even have water to hand you if you don't have water and you're going down the thing they hand you a thing of water i I've ne- I never thought of the I never thought it was like that where if you're gonna just take a picture then park up the road mm-hmm oh no if you're gonna take a picture you, you can park if there's a place yeah if one of the places is open oh what about if you're going fishing or something if you what? Fishing. Oh, then you park up above. Really? Because, well, you're going down the hill. You're going down the hill. You mean I would have to park up? Me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> you. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I've never parked up but if I went, when I went to go fishing at Polo. I'm going to talk to Uncle Tommy about this. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, oh, so they're going to have three scenarios. Tuesday, the 30th. 30th. 5 o'clock at the Intergenerational Center. Wow. That's going to be packed. I encourage people to go. Why there, though? Hmm? They should use a high school cafeteria. It hold more people. You don't have this big echo effect. Oh, I know. The acoustics are so Terrible. bad. They're and so bad. It can't fit that many people. We'll see. You know, they should... Well, the other one, the other night, we had 130 people there. Yeah, but where are they? Well, they no. were in the back. They were yeah, in the outside the on the porch. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. Uh, moving on. Um, let's see. So, uh, Mahukona, um, Hawaii Land Trust is starting up work days at Mahukona. Um, they're going to be doing work days uh, the third Sunday of every month. And the next one is February 18th, uh, which is a Sunday, 8 a.m. If you want to come do some work, clean up, and stuff like that, you can get in touch with Keone Emiliano. Um, You can phone him or you can email him. His email is keone at hilt.org. Keone at hilt. Yeah. H-I-L-T. H-I-L-T dot dot org. org. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keone is K-E-O-N-E. I know some people use Keone. an I, but oh, yeah. K-E-O-N-E, yeah. Um, and they also, Keone also does um, like a talk story thing on Wednesdays. Wednesdays? Yeah. I thought they were going to move to Thursdays or something. N- no? Oh, well, I hadn't heard about that. Oh, I thought okay, they okay. were still Wednesdays. Oh, probably. Uh-huh. Well, if you can get in touch with Keone, you can find out, but... They've, I've had such good reports of people who have been to that. They just yeah. really enjoy it. A lot of talk of history and um, just all the activities that were going on down at the harbor. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You know what, uh, talking about, I was a little bit, not a little bit, I was really disappointed that that harbor is, uh, is a historical site. Yeah. And then somebody went and painted all these fish. On the wall. Oh, and I don't I, know. And I thought, uh. oh, well, I, you know, the ramp depicts how they would, the, the, the warehouse, the sugar was brought down, uh, came down the ramp, loaded it on the barges, you know, all that stuff. And I guess somebody thought that, oh, it's going to be pretty cool. They paint all these different pictures on the ramp that, you know, transported. You know, that, that's historical. Mm. And just by doing that, you know, you're almost like defacing. It's graffiti. Yeah, graffiti. And uh, it's unfortunate that, uh, you 
know, somebody did that, or well, it took more than one person. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah that was unfortunate. Well, yeah. disappointing. That uh, historical site like that, uh, probably people not really understanding what that whole structure is about. So well, this is what Keone is yeah, doing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's bringing it forward to to people to understand the history of the place. Not only the historical part with the which was the harbor and the um, the railroad. The, yeah. That's the historical part of it. But in addition to the ancient part of it, because it was a very much of a canoe launching oh, yeah. area. I mean, yeah. it was the Hoyans were there, and, and it's uh, you know it's. It was royal land for a while, too. And the activities that took place out in the ocean, you know, that's, uh, that's another part of that history out there. It's the ocean center. It's the oh, navigational yeah. waypoint. And yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, anyway. it's a lot of history there. Yeah, Malcon is, I, I, I say Malcon is more than a pavilion. <laughs> yeah, the I pavilion mean, the, is. The pavilion is important. Yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, it, it's, like you say, it's understanding the, you know, everything about Malcona. Yeah. Uh, the ocean, the, the landing, the warehouse. The there was a village there. Yeah, there, yeah, whole village. People, and there's people in the community still who were born there. That's right. And had family there. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, many of them have, have gone. And they had these wonderful stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. that's... Uh, well, another one about Mahukona before we leave that is um, the latest news on the pavilion in the county park, uh, oh, which is yeah. scheduled for um, removal, um, is that it's still being held up by um, Historical. Historic Preservation Division. What's the problem? They... They said that to, they told the county they want to have somebody come over and take photos of it so that they can archive what it looked like. Of course, it doesn't look anything like it. You mean the pavilion? To. Yeah. Oh, what's so hard about that? Uh, yeah. I mean, how long? I Must mean, phone out. they said that they said that they want to do that in December, and here we oh, are. Come I mean, on. come on. I, I, that's oh. But um, but the uh, Malama Mahukona, which still meets every month with yeah, the parks yeah, department. Yeah. Um, they're uh, keep, there's keeping going ahead with the planning part of it. Yeah, yeah, um, good, good. You know, there's there's so much to do because there'll be changes. But the first change will be that the the county parks and rec has said that when they take down the pavilion, they will put a platform on that site, and it may be a temporary platform, but it'll be a place where people can. Um, hold picnics or parties or music or stuff like that. Oh. It it will not stay there because one of the reasons that the pavilion has to come down is it's now, uh, well, you've seen stormwater come underneath it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Waves come up onto it. That's why we have no grass down there anymore. The, the well, there never was much. The storm waves <laughs> come up. <laughs> and they've been under underneath the pavilion. That's oh, I didn't know it came up that yeah, high. Yeah, and it's kind of rot, rotting there. So that's why it's coming out. But they, the, the Parks Department and Malama Mahokona has talked the Parks Department into putting something there because the planning of the new park is going to take a while. It's, things have to be moved. The road has to be moved. The parking lot has to be moved. 
um, because of sea, sea level rise. Um, so it's going to take a while. But if we, get a, if we can get a platform down there just to have picnics and gatherings and uh, things like that. I something. It's something. It's something. Yeah, hope. Hope. Yeah. And then we can get back and do some landscaping and see if we can get some grass growing and places for kids to play. That would be nice. It yeah. needs grass and something. Yeah. You know, something I noticed, and I don't know if, uh, if I imagine it or not, but there used to be, well, there's uh, a noni tree, and I thought there was another one. And, you know, there was there's two. There's a few trees within the Kiavi. Oh, no, this was right in front of the pavilion. It was oh. a big noni tree, and there was one more closer to the parking lot, and there was a little one further away where the trail goes to the lighthouse. And there's only that one tree now. And yeah. I was wondering, what the heck happened? Yeah. Well, you, you, the big keabis, the real tall keabis, yeah. they two of them f- blew over in that oh, that's what happened. <laughs> but anyway, okay. <sighs> yeah. So... Okay, so um, the uh, the final one is um, the advisory group, the CDP advisory group, yeah. uh, which is the overall that takes care of all these subgroup things, um, is meeting, has changing its regular meeting. It was meeting the last Wednesday of the month. Now it's going to be meeting um, the first Tuesday of the month. And so the first m- meeting on the Tuesday is going to be February 6th. So and that's, that's a Tuesday, it, it tu- Tuesday, first Tuesdays, right? First Tuesdays. The first one will be February 6th. It's at the Senior Center, and it's at 4th. Oh, Senior Center. Yeah, and it's 4.30. Okay, 4.30, February 6th, which is a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Advisory group. At 4.30. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good one to go to because... If you don't belong to one of the subgroups, you can get all the reports from all the different ones. You can hear what's going on in the community from a lot of different directions because there's eight groups that meet monthly that report to the advisory group. Okay. So So Tuesday, February 6th, 4.30, the Senior Citizen. Senior Center. Okay. That's right behind the statue. That was the old Kohala Courthouse. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but I, I almost always have to add, when I say the old judiciary, well, it was, uh, it's next to the police station or <laughs> behind the senior center. Oh, or to the, me, that was the senior center is the old courthouse. Or <laughs> yeah, you know, I was talking to some guy. I said, oh, the old Kohala Courthouse. Says, oh, no, no, no. The old Kohala Courthouse is by the uh, police station. I said, no, that's the new Kohala Courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> so we get into this. Uh, well, the the old the old courthouse shares the same parking lot as the police station too. Yeah, but I know what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, that's the old courthouse. <laughs> I mean, you know, keep calling, calling, right? Yeah. Well, it was the old call courthouse. That's what it was. That's what it is. Right. That's what it is. That's what it is. But we're lucky to have the senior center because we were meeting and oh, the yeah, KIC yeah. and the acoustics there are just terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, one more sterile. thing about acoustics. Um, Cindy Evans has put in uh, a request for, to improve the acoustics in what was the new courthouse, uh, the judiciary. <laughs> we, the CDP was using that building as for all of its meetings. But 
it has a worse yeah. acoustic problem than yeah. the KIC. So she has put in for funding to um, put acoustic tiles all over the roof of the ceiling and um, hopefully some of the walls too. Uh, but that'll make it much more. It's a crazy that it was a courthouse, and you. <laughs> you I, I, I've been in that courthouse several times. <laughs> oh, for meetings, I'm sure. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't remember the acoustics being bad. <laughs> oh, it was funny. I mean, not funny. When, when, did, when would court meet there? Every what Friday, something. I don't know. But you see the same people. Mm-hmm. With the same problem. <laughs> yeah. Now they have to drive to Imea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that used to be, uh, you know, I'd go in there, sit down, and yeah, I got the same guys, same problem. Always somebody dealing with vehicle. No insurance, no more safety check. Yeah, right. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, okay, so <laughs> that's the CDP. Uh, oh, yeah. The okay. CDP Tuesday, is very February active. 6th. I go to several of the group meetings, and I'm noticing that more people are attending. Oh, good. Yeah, it's coming up that more people yeah. are attending. So that's, <laughs> that's good. That's good. I wrote a story in the Mountain News about um, participating in community activities about a couple months ago, and uh, I'm glad to see people are move, stepping up. We're talking with Tony Winnington. We're doing a call update on different uh, committee meetings and what's happening. And we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back.
Okay, that's uh, Auntie Marianne Lim singing No Kohala. Uh, I haven't heard that one. Uh, I just found it. And, uh, yeah, I I miss her. She's a great person. What a voice. Yeah, what a voice. What a right. voice. But anyway, we're back. We're back here uh, with our Kohala update news. We try to do this at least uh, once a month of you know, giving you guys an update, clue, uh, tune you in, clue you in. And maybe tune you out. <laughs> <laughs> turn you off. <laughs> yeah, turn you off. But anyway, we've got uh, about 11 minutes remaining. And uh, I know that uh, one of the uh, concerns, which a concern is really, uh, is affordable housing. I know that uh, there was a, a meeting in the past, recently, uh, where this developer came to uh, propose a project or share ideas of a project, I think it was. And uh, we had uh, Beth Thompson, and I think, uh, I can't remember her last name, but her, her, her mom and dad is uh, Ted Matsuda and Kathy. And I think they're doing a presentation on helping people to prepare. Yes, I yeah. saw that announcement. That's, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a great thing. Yeah. The CDP is talking about doing a public meeting uh, to just help people learn about what, what it is, what the rules and regs are, and, and how they can make themselves economically uh, ready to invest in a house. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's a big one. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I wanted to just take the remaining time and get your perspective. Uh, you were at the meeting. Yes. Yeah, and get your perspective of uh, if you can share with us, like from, you know, in the beginning, how this meeting unfolded and what were some of the people's concerns, and maybe some of your uh, input on it. Yeah, sure. Uh, first, I want to locate it. Um, uh, it. If you get the Kohala Mountain News, it's on the front page of the current edition. There's an aerial shot of it. Basically, it's 15 acres that is surrounded by the hoses, houses in the first self-help housing, the houses along the Mackay side of uh, Konepule Highway, um, and all the houses along Hobby Lower Road. Um, so the, the owner is proposing to build 40, no, not to build, I shouldn't use that word. The owner is proposing to sell 48 lots. The owner is not going to build them. The, the, he was very clear about that. Um, uh, so These would be 48 lots. 48 lots. That's prepared where you could begin to build your own home on it. I suppose. Oh. There was a l because there was a lot of concern. One of the big concerns was wastewater. How are we going to put um, all those septic, septic tanks, tanks on? on it's, they're 10,000 square foot lots. That is true. Yeah. So, um, anyway, it, it, it was... It was kind of a mixed meeting. P some people were there to find out about the affordable housing and their opportunities to get it because, as we know, there's a lot of people and a lot of families in our community um, who need housing, who are, who are sharing houses with their family members and just want to get out on their own. So um, there were people like that, but I've, I, w I think there were... In my count, there were 130 people there. Um, wow. I think a lot of them were kind of opposed to the idea. And 
some of the opposition came when the developer said that the lots were, the, the price of the lots were capped at $220,000 each. And several people in their comments said, how could we afford a house if we have to pay 200000 uh, to get a mortgage for 200000 just for the lot before you even start building anything? So that was, that was a big concern. Um, so w one of my takes on it was what the developer admitted himself, and that was the reason for the meeting was because he was required to do a public meeting before he went, he applied uh, to planning department for um, the subdivision. Because that's his next step is to apply for a subdivision of the land. There was a lot of, um, there's a lot of opposition to the placing of it, um, surrounded by all existing lots um, with only, uh, well, one entrance off of Hobby Hill, I'm not Hobby Hill Road, out of Hobby, Hobby Road, the lower Hobby Road. And um, the exit, there was a proposed, it hasn't been approved, a proposed exit through the uh, first self-help uh, subdivision. Uh, so access to it was also a concern. Um, the, the lack of uh, any green space or buffers uh, between the lots and the existing lots was another thing that was brought up. Um, what about the location? What did people think about the location of the uh, proposed subdivision? Well. That was that was brought up too because right now there are 31 homes s surrounding three sides of it. Only the Malka side. The Malka side is also owned by the developer. He owns actually 33 acres in this, and he's proposing to build uh, the 48 acre, uh, the 48 lots on 15 acres and market value lots on the the rest of the land. But Which would be more expensive. Oh, that market means more expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. market but means what the market it. will take. But Oh, so it could be anything. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, but the reason he's doing this is because uh, of water meters. Um, the county is has a moratorium on water meters, so if you subdivide land, you're not, uh, you don't get um, water, new water meters. Uh, it, unless you build a lot of affordable housing. So all the affordable housing lots would have their own meters, um, and the others would get it by virtue of the fact that this guy is building affordable. Well, he's not building. i got to stop saying that word. He's selling lots that are affordable. Yeah, okay. And so the general opinion of the people, what do they feel about that? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to. It's, it's. I would. I would say there was more people opposed than, than just sitting there trying to figure out how to do it. There were a few people who talked about it. Um, it there was a person. There was a planner there, from um, from uh, Hilo, uh, who tried to explain all of the processes that he would have to go through to get even just the lots 
approved. Yeah. And he'd have to go to the State Land Use Commission. He had to go to the Leeward Planning so he wasn't going to be done anytime uh, soon. Yeah, I think what he was trying to explain is there's many more times to talk about it. This is just like the first, or oh, actually it's the yeah. second time to yeah. talk about it. Uh, Beth brought up something that was interesting. She said, well, here's a proposal. What can we do to, uh, you know, shape it the way we want it to yes. be? Yes. Of course, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you have the developer, his, I mean, his purpose for anything is, is to, to make money. Yes. I'm not against that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, that's where you got to negotiate. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what's, what, what people are saying, well, 220000 for a 10,000 square foot lot uh, is a lot of money. Yeah. And for yeah. others, it's so, not. So the things, the things that people are asking for, like um, buffers, around the existing homes, um, like uh, a community space where kids could play safely in a park-type setting. Um, all of those things take away from the number of lots the developer can sell, which means he makes less money. But th they are things that is very valid for the community to ask for. Community space, green greenways, pathways, um, and buffers from neighborhoods. So that's what Beth was talking about. There's oh, okay. there's things to do yeah, okay. to make it to where it would be possible. Um, so and and the two hundred twenty thousand was not the price of the lots. It was the cap on the price. You it's a state law that says you, you couldn't go higher than you that. You can't go higher than that. Well, you know what? Uh, if you offered me, well, we'll pay you between three to 4000 Well, why, why would I consider three? <laughs> I'm going to f go for the max, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's pretty much what he was doing. Yeah. He never gave another price. He uh, just said, this is the max. It won't be more than this. Yeah, that's what I want, 220 Yeah. Right? I mean, why should I settle for two? If I can get 220, I'm, I'm going to sell for 220. But anyway, yeah, you know that's not neither wrong. Or I right really, or I really am hoping that we can get some affordable housing here. And the affordable housing group of the CDP is working hard. They're, oh yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, good yeah. people. They're but it's working not easy. hard. It's a tough. Not even the county can figure it out, or the state of Hawaii oh, can figure it out. Oh, and the county is struggling because they've had s such an unsuccessful run, and they yeah. have two. <laughs> They have one of their former employees in prison. You it's know, hard. it's, it's, uh, oh, they, yeah. they need to get their act together. That's a tough one. Yeah. But here we are. Let's hope we can get things going. Yeah. Um, what about charity? Didn't they give land for affordable housing? What's that? Didn't they provide land for affordable housing or give land? Who does? Well, charity. No, they haven't. They never did. Never did. The only affordable thing they worked on was the second phase of Inakea. And what? Oh, oh, Which oh. is no longer affordable, but well, it know, was when I they think, did it. I think they could have made a deal. They could have traded off. They wanted, what, a subdivision at Polo? Yeah, well, see, they, d they did that in order to get the resort zoning down at Mahukona. Part of their, re no, no, but their I'm request I'm was like that they have to provide affordable housing. But I'm talking today, though. Oh, today. I don't know. I yeah. don't know today. I think they could have worked a deal where they would give the community the land that they still own. 
if we would allow them to build their subdivision up at uh, Pololo Rib. Oh, no, <laughs> really? Oh, I didn't hear that. I thought I heard all of this stuff. I didn't hear that. Well, it's... <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I shouldn't make up. Uh, okay, so I want to tell you one more thing okay, about this. Okay, okay. The Growth Management Group, which is another group of the CDP, is working on the, the new draft of the general plan. Oh, okay. And yeah. one of the things that they're working on and talking about is allowing for a different set of rules and regs for construction, for subdivision and stuff, so that the roads don't all have to have curbs and gutters and sidewalks and stuff like that, that they can be uh, closer to the way m some of our older neighborhoods are now. The road isn't. It's maybe one and a half lanes wide. It's, uh, um, you know, the, it, it, there's the drainage is taken care of without gutters and sidewalks and stuff. You know, I talk to some contractors, and they tell me, you know what, Jeff? So the county has cha are changing building codes where now to build a roof, it's like, just like they've got to build this roof because of, you know, like how they build them in the mainland because of snow load. Yeah. And, and it's adding the, 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 price the price to homes. I mean, you know. All of those things add price. Uh, and and the, I, I got to admit, the county has been going back and forth about uh, the, the building code being too strict. Yeah, it um, it up. But unfortunately, I think a lot of the people who are putting input into it are the builders themselves. So there's a little bit of a conflict there. Oh, I, I, I don't know. The ones I talked to said, like, wow, you know, they're kind of going overboard. But anyway, yeah. our time <laughs> is up. Tony, thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank and you. I hope you guys out there got the uh, latest updates. And, you know, uh, if you can, attend those meetings on the uh, commercialization using uh, bicycles, using our, our roads that are making it hazardous. Uh, Pololu. Yeah, Pololu. And then February 6th, CDP meeting, 4.30 at the uh, old Kohala Courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> the, the old Kohala Courthouse. Be behind the statue. You know, I talked to a, a good friend of mine. In fact, I'm going to be seeing him tomorrow. And uh, he was born in Lower Halula Camp. Oh. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking about keep Kohala Kohala. And he said, no, it will never be the same. Oh, no. And I understand what he's saying. Yeah. No. He says it will never be the same. But, you know, I said those are good memories. Yeah. But anyway, Tony. Okay. Mahalo and uh, aloha guys out there. And uh, maybe we'll see you next Thursday. Okay. <laughs> okay. Aloha. This is Aloha Country on KNKR, LP, 96.1 FM, Kohala.